American entertainer Bob Hope began his career as an immigrant who came to the United States with his family, and as a young boy in the early 1920s, he worked as a newsboy, a Bush's assistant, a shoe salesman, and an amateur boxer to scrape by. By 1938, he had his own radio show. It lasted from 1938 to 48. He hosted the Pepsodent Show on NBC. The program held the number one spot on the radio charts from 1942 to 1944. During World War II, Bob Hope and his company, in the summer of 1944, hopped from island to island in the South Pacific to entertain the troops. It was an emotional as well as dangerous journey for Hope and his colleagues logged over 30,000 miles and gave more than 150 performances. During World War II and in the decades following, Bob Hope visited American troops for the holidays and his performances for those serving around the world brought them a bit closer to home. And year after year, he televised his Christmas programs and the faces of those troops came into American living rooms. The Armed Forces Radio Service presents a January 23, 1945 broadcast of the Bob Hope Show from Quonset Point Naval Base, one of the largest naval air stations in the east built in 1939. It was built on a small peninsula in Narragansett Bay in the town of North Kingstown, Rhode Island. The naval air base was deactivated in 1974. Well, you're going to hear that radio program from January 23rd from 1945, and Bob's guests included Francis Langford, Marilyn Maxwell, comedian Jerry Colonna, Vera Vegg, who was also known as Barbara Joe Allen, and Skinny Ennis and his orchestra. This is Heirloom Radio. My name's John Lovering. Thank you for listening. The Bob Hope Show. <laughs> Jerry Colonna, Vera Vague, and Skinny Ennis and his orchestra. And now here he is, the star of the show, Bob Hope. Thank you. Thank you very much. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Quonset Point, Naval Air Station, Quonset Point, Rhode Island Hope. That's a nice half-hour show by itself, isn't it? <laughs> well, here I am at Quonset Point. Yes, sir. This is a naval flyer's paradise, J.G. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful base, I want to tell you that. And the weather here is very stimulating. <laughs> stimulating, that's New England for help me glue my ears back on <laughs> Boy, this New England wind here really goes through you. It really goes through you. I opened my mouth once and the back of my neck whistled. <laughs> Rhode Island really isn't one of the 13 states. A Texas rancher came up here and scraped a piece of dirt off his shoes. <laughs> in fact, the state is so small, this is the only base in the country where a sailor can be out of bounds just because he didn't lace his trousers tight enough. <laughs> Do 
Just to show you how tight those sailors' pants are, one guy sat down on a lobster, and the lobster yelled, Ouch, my claws. <laughs> but these sailors were really glad to see me. In fact, they wanted to make me an honorary tar. And they even offered to throw in a few feathers. <laughs> but I know why they call this place Quonset Point. Every time you pass a Quonset hut, you hear some guy yell, That's my point. You all know what a Quonset hut is. That's a foxhole that got up in the world. <laughs> and these fellas, they get chances to do some flying at night. Yes, sir, and every Saturday night, you should see them in Providence looking for co-pilots. <laughs> and they have link trainers here. A link trainer is a contraption that gives you all the sensations of flying, doing loops, barrel rolls, and crashes. It's the mechanical version of a night at Port Arthur. <laughs> Thank you. And here... Here is a glamour lady from MGM who came east with us to entertain you fellas. You've heard her on the air, Miss Marilyn Maxwell. Topic will be sin, and that's what I'm again. If you wanna hear my story, then settle back and just a time. While I start reviewing the attitude of doing right, you gotta accent. The positive healing My name's the negative Latch on To the affirmative Don't mess with Mr. In-Between You gotta spread joy Up to the maximum Bring gloom Down to the minimum But have faith A pandemonium Liable to walk upon the scene To illustrate My last remark they do just when everything looks so dark. Man, they said you gotta accentuate the positive healing. Might hate the negative latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. No, don't mess with Mr. Thank you, fellas. Down in your seats. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> that was Marilyn Maxwell singing Accentuate the Positive, and I'm positive that's some of the best accentuating I ever saw. <laughs> thank you, Mercer fans. And thank you, Bob. Gee, it's lovely out here, isn't it? Why was this spot selected for a naval station, Bob? Well, Providence is the nearest town, and these boys are great providers. They are. <laughs> Now, you see, Marilyn, as soon as these naval flyers arrived, every angel in town got a pair of wings. <laughs> but I want to tell you, we're glad to have you with us tonight, Marilyn. How's the career going? Well, I don't know, Bob. I just wonder if I'm progressing. 
I've made a half a dozen pictures at MGM, and I just left Bing Crosby's show. You're progressing. <laughs> Bob, do you really think we should talk behind Bing's back like this? I don't see why not. I can't think of a roomier place. <laughs> anyway, I bet you're glad working with someone your own age, huh? So you used to work for old Spaniel ears. Say, it must, uh... It must, uh... Must be terrible working for a ham. Oh, I don't know. Francis tells me it isn't so bad. <laughs> Gee, I didn't know that government stamp showed through my tattoo. Teddy Marilyn, you'd do well if you worked on my program. You know you'd get a bundle every week. Ah, no, thanks, Bob. I have enough trouble doing my own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Francis, wait, how about that? <laughs> hello, Marilyn. Hello, Bob. Oh, hello, how Francis. You Gee, you look lovely this evening. I love the way your hair is set tonight. You know you're looking lovelier than ever. Bob, put down that mirror. She's talking to me. <laughs> well, it's just a natural mistake. It fitted me so well. I... <laughs> Say, you know, Marilyn and I have just been discussing old flab and drab. Working for Bing, Marilyn. Oh, uh, he's the best boss in the world. He was always a gentleman. Bob is always a gentleman. And Bing always has a smile for everybody. Bob has a smile for everybody. And at Christmas, Bing gave us $50 war bond. Bob has a smile for everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Marilyn.
real vague. I'll be hanged. Oh, Mr. Bob Hope, what are we waiting for? <laughs> Hope, I love New England. You do? I feel as though I'm among my own kind. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. It's full of antiques, yes? Yeah. Oh, you dear boy. How sweet of you to bring your head up here and show Quonset a real point. that in your uh, uncouth way. Uh, Rhode uh, Island <laughs> Rhode Island has many antique shops, and I'm really interested in early American furniture. Is that right, Miss Vague? Did you go looking for a high boy? Yes, but I would have settled for a sober one, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it must be awful to see you double, but you know, Miss Vague, <laughs> you know, Miss Vague, Rhode Island is the tiniest state in the Union. Really? You must feel right at home here with that brain. <laughs> have a wonderful time here, Mr. Hope. You know, the smaller the state, the handsomer the men. The smaller the state, the handsomer the men? That's right, Tex. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been in Rhode Island before, Miss Vane? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Uh, When I was a girl, you see, I visited all the states one at a time. Well, it was so easy then. There were only 13. Because you have a cold, you poor thing. You haven't you? Yes, Miss Bake, but I've sent back to the hotel for my nose drops. What? I said my nose drops. It does. <laughs> what a racket it must make. Now wait. <laughs> Tell me, what are you what are you doing tonight, Miss Vague? Nothing. I'm available. You're still available. <laughs> oh, now wait a minute. You might get me to take you out tonight. Oh, Mr. Hope, why should I work on a link trainer with all that real McCoy sitting out there? <laughs> Tonight, Mr. Hope. Oh, he's visiting his hometown, Boston, Miss Vague. We join the professor tomorrow at the Boston Garden. Oh, Mr. Hope, now that we're near Boston, what do you say we do a play on the life of Professor Colonna? Oh, good idea. The life of Professor Colonna. Some <laughs> psychopathic music skin, please. <laughs> the life of Professor Colonna. We take you back to the night of January 16th, 1907, when a little visitor arrived at the Colonna's of Wimpole Street. Professor Colonna was born with his mustache... And instead of being brought by the stork like other babies, he was delivered by the fuller brush man. <laughs> and now, glancing quickly into the professor's childhood, we find the devoted mother fondling him in her arms and saying, Oh, my And the infant gargles back. What's the matter, you crazy or something? <laughs> Little Jeremiah was unfortunate, was fortunate to have a sympathetic... (laughs) I'm coming in again. Little Jeremiah was fortunate to have a sympathetic and understanding mother. 
Whenever he asked questions, regardless how childish they might be, she would always tenderly say, Ah, shut up! <laughs> and now, skipping a brief 22 years, we come to the professor's school days. Present. Jerry Colonna. Present. Skinny Innes. <gasps> fine. That's fine. Everybody's here. Teacher. Ouch. Oh, I wish you'd tell Jeremiah Colonna to stop pulling my hair. He's been pulling it every day for four weeks now. Ah, sit down, Baldy. <laughs> Colonna, what does your mother think of your shenanigans? Likes him. Wants me to get her a pair, too. <laughs> <laughs> She wants a pair, too. I'll have to tell my old lady that when she makes me eat spinach. <laughs> Robert. Robert, what would your father say if he saw you acting this way? Ask him. He's sitting in the front row. Now, I'm going to hold a quiz, and whoever gets the wrong answer will have to stay after school with me alone for three hours. Now, who discovered America? Margaret O'Brien. <laughs> Colonna, you and Robert Hope go stand in the corner. Okay, but Skinny Ennis has to go with us. Why? He's got the dice. <laughs> his school day is over. Colonna puts on his first pair of shoes and emerges into the cold world. <laughs> Should have worn clothes, too. <laughs> and now... Now we find Professor Colonna when he was a struggling young musician in his broken-down hotel room. Well, I guess I better practice playing the trombone. <laughs> Think how much better it would be if I had a trombone. <laughs> Colonna practices on and on. Yeah, so that's where I put my dirty laundry. <laughs> ah, this hotel room. It's driving me mad, I tell you. Mad. These four walls. Nothing but four walls. No windows. No doors. Egad, how did I get in here? <laughs> mm. 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 When the days are done and the shadows are fall. I think of you When the days are done I think of all of the joys we know That we are running For it are running To hold you in my arms What go now I know now Without you Life has lost its charms and grass is wet. I'm sorry, I'll get you a towel. <laughs> With a twilight do. Twilight do, do you? <laughs> well, that's only hard. Keep sinking with the sun. And though I miss your tender kiss the whole day through. I miss you most of all. 
been listening to the Bob Hope Show from Quonset Point, Rhode Island, with Francis Langford, Skinny Innes and his orchestra, Professor Colonna, and Bob's special guest, Marilyn Maxwell. Now we switch controls to the Terrace Room, south of ways in New Jersey, for music by Louis Prima and his orchestra, with vocals by lovely Lillian Carroll. First off, we hear Robin Hood. <laughs> money and buy Basta Fazola.
Robin Hood, as interpreted by Louis Prima, who wants you to be happy, and his orchestra. Well, it's Lily Ann Carroll now on the sentimental side to sing as Louis and the boys play all about this heart of mine. Prima over here to introduce this next one. It has a very unusual title. It's sung by Lillian and Louie and the whole gang. So what's the title, Louie? Explain it to us. Uh, Jerry, the title is Hitsum Kitsum Bumpity Itsum, whatever that is. Okay, let's have it. (laughs) 
some kids some bump it is some it's some kids some move just in case the words might fool ya it means i love you to Louis Freeman, the band, but we're a little late now. So remember, next week, same time, the Bob Hope Show with the usual Hope Gang. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. Yeah.